This podcast is brought to you by sarahraven.com, which is home to everything you need for a truly beautiful and productive garden. You'll also find great and essential gardening kit and stylish, lovely things to have in your house to bring the outside indoors, all inspired by the garden and the house being tied together. There's also plenty of garden inspiration, how-to videos and specialist growing guides. So head over to sarahraven.com today to discover even more. Welcome to Grow Cookie to Range, the podcast of me, Sarah Raven, and today I have our head gardener at Perch Hill, Josie Lewis, joining me to talk about the jobs in the garden that we do each month. And this is a whole new exciting thing for 2024, and obviously we're going to start at the beginning of the year with January, but we're going to give you the, just really in brief, just to give you a bit of a "Mm, get out there and do some gardening list every month and we're going to divide it into flowers and edible crops and so for January I'm going to start with the edible crops and the first thing that we do early in the new year is we chit our early seed potatoes so we put them in egg boxes put them in a cool place with some light and just get them to form those really sort of short stumpy green shoots not the ones like spaghetti that you get at the bottom of the cupboard and that increases productivity of your potatoes and also gives you an earlier crop. The second thing we do is we will start looking for our rhubarb cloches, our our forces, and we'll put some manure around the base if we haven't already done it, a nice deep lot of manure around the base of each of our rhubarb plants and then we'll put the force over the top and that just gets them warm and cosy and gets the the root to start putting out its shoots about four to six weeks earlier than without the faucet on the top. And don't forget to look for snails, which also love living under the lids. Very good point. And and the whole point of the lid that you can take off is that you can actually then harvest just by taking the roof off and you then pull. And so you can leave them still warm and cosy. But as Josie says, checking for slugs and snails as often as you can bear to. And, and that's another thing that we tend to start in January. So we'll start harvesting those in March. Next thing on the list is on a mild day, we will plant and prune any fruit bushes that we haven't yet got to. So our black currants that we have here, red currants, gooseberries, all those things will get a good prune at at this time of year, but it needs to be mild because you don't want the frost to get in to the, the, the flesh that you've revealed by your pruning. And we do a tiny bit of sowing in January, but honestly, it's still too dark and as of daylight, too little to really get going with very much. But I have found that it's worth getting going with radish. Josie loves a radish and you can sow those just in a in a gutter. They don't even need to go into the garden. So early radish are really worthwhile in January, but pretty much nothing else apart from chard. So Swiss chard also seems to do well with low light levels and cold. So um, in the greenhouse or the polytunnel or a cold frame or on a window ledge, I would sow those into a seed tray and you can prick them out in about four to six weeks time. So that would be the fifth job. 
And the final thing before I hand over to Josie and she's going to do the flower list is have a good look through all the catalogues. Light the fire if you have one. Get into the bath if you have one. Look through all your catalogues and plan, plan, plan. Get your seed orders in now. So just to recap those for edible crops in January, chip your early seed potatoes, cover your rhubarb plants with their forces, plant and prune fruit bushes if it's mild, sow some early radish in a gutter inside, sow some chard in a seed tray also undercover and have a good look through your catalogues. So Josie, over to you for the list for the flower garden. Yeah, so it's the equivalent of what you've said really, but on the flower side. So in January, we're really getting ready for the sowing season ahead. Um, So we'll clean clean the greenhouse, so all the glass needs cleaning. So that's a good January job to get that all prepped and cleaned up, especially if you haven't got a lot overwintering. So you can really get in into all the joins between the glass and things to get everything really clean. And then to start sowing, start with your sweet peas. If you haven't done this before the end of last year, then start sowing your sweet peas from uh, January onwards. Uh, then you can get them out by mid-March time. Uh, we plant ours out from mid-March onwards. They are they they'll tolerate um, low levels of frost, so they don't have to be hugely pampered. And then thinking on towards summer, you need to order your summer flowering bulbs like dahlias and gladioli. Uh, don't miss the boat on this because a lot some. Dahlia varieties sell out really quickly, don't they? That we have the popular ones, so it's it's best to get your order in, and then they'll be sent out at the appropriate time. You won't get them straight away; it's just a pre-order. Uh, it's also still uh, bare root planting season, so if you're looking to put in roses or shrubs or anything like that, really plant bare root roses. Uh, you know, again, don't not obviously not when you're waterlogged or it's really frosty, just. Um, keep them covered in compost somewhere sheltered if that if that's what the weather's like. But then, as soon as the soil conditions are okay, then get them in the ground. That's where they want to be. Uh, so another job we do in January is cutting back the hellebore leaves. Some people start this as their first job after Christmas Day, which is always a good reminder. So start cutting back the leaves because uh, some of the early ones they'll be sending up their flower buds now. Uh, it's better to get the the leaf cutting done before before the flowers emerge, so you're not accidentally snipping those off at the same time. Also, pruning prune your wisteria now. So wisteria is pruned twice a year in August and in winter. So now you're taking it right back closer to the stem. Uh, the same for grapevines, but you know before the sap sap starts to rise, you need to get the pruning done. And roses, we'll still be pruning roses because we have quite a few here. Uh, we'll be pruning on through January and into February. Uh, you can start those in December. We prune uh, to use as pot toppers as our squirrel deterrent. So we do start when when we're planting bulbs in autumn. So yeah, any, any of those months really to get the rose pruning done. Uh, and then dahlias that you've stored over winter, you know, check them every so often uh, for signs of rotting and disease. If they're wrapped individually, you know, just get rid of anything that's uh, rotten, especially if they're shearing a crate, then it's it's best to check them in case the disease moves from one to the other. 
Uh, and then if, if you've been to Perch Hill, I'm sure you'll know all our uh, plant supports and our teepees, which we build from build with uh, silver birch mostly. We use hazel as well. Uh, but January is really the last chance if you're ordering silver birch bundles, then please get it done now. It makes it life so much easier for the, the coppicing companies. You look, have a look online for the nearest companies close to you, wherever you are in the country. So look on coppiceproducts.co.uk or look at the National Coppice Federation website and uh, that'll guide you through to who's your nearest coppicing company. You know, it's nice to support these local companies. Great. And then, yeah, just to the, it's um, coppice-products.co.uk. Yeah. We think they're a really good organization. And then finally, that links in very much to wildlife because, of course, by coppicing, you're encouraging wildflowers um, to spread and biodiversity with that. And in the garden, now is the time to encourage birds into the garden. So fill up your feeders and defrost your bird baths. So basically, those are the things that we're concentrating on in the, I find, rather troublesome month of January because it's still pretty dark and it's quite wet, but getting out into and doing a bit of gardening really lifts the spirits. All the lists that we've done here on edible crops, flowers and birds, will all be in the podcast notes. So you don't have to scribble um, rapidly as you hear us talk. You can just print it out and have a checklist, a tick list on your wall in your kitchen um, when you're thinking, I might do an hour of gardening. If you've enjoyed this episode of Grow, Cook, Eat, Arrange, I'd really love it if you reviewed, rated and subscribed on wherever you listen to your podcasts. It'll help new listeners to know that we're here and enable us to keep getting the very best and most interesting guests week after week. Music